Hey man, what the do y'all know about sports? You are now, you are now, you are now, you are now listening to the Best Damn Sports Podcast, period, 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 Welcome back, everyone, to the What Do Women Know About Sports Podcast. I am Brie Nicole. And I'm Vicky D. What's up, Victoria? What's going on? New week. Yes. It's been a day. It has in St. Louis, yes. It's been a really bad <laughs> Happy day. Friday the 13th, yes. Oh my God, it has been... I'm over it. Uh, if you're if you're not if you don't believe in Friday the Thirteenth, uh... just Google St. Louis on twin. Just Google us today. <laughs> right. it's, it's ridiculous. Pretty much. I hope I'll get a parking ticket, but that's okay. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. So beef beef before we hop in, have you watched Mighty Ducks yet? No, Victoria. I'm really I'm so disappointed. I don't understand what's stopping you from watching Mighty Ducks. Nate, have you seen Mighty Ducks? Thank right. you. Well, good night. See you all next week. Like, I am <laughs> offended still. So, if, in case you all didn't see the last episode, Bree was mad because I have not seen the Mighty Ducks one, two, three, whatever, how many they have. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. I'll try. I, I don't know if it's on Disney Plus. I will check it out. I haven't okay. seen it yet on Disney Plus. Okay. Well, I will, I will YouTube it. You know, they still have Hollywood video or something like that. I'll go. go. They do? <laughs> yeah. Where? Like on uh, uh I it's out in Florida somewhere, but yeah, they okay. still have a Hollywood video or something like that. I'll go see if they got it. You know, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Okay, um, <laughs> I guess. Um, so it's been like a pretty good week in the world of sports athletics, right? right. Um, let's start with your guy Gary Cole. Oh my guy Gary Cole. Uh, so he's been the most <laughs> talked about uh pitcher this week because he. Is basically the highest paid pitcher in uh, baseball history. Is he worth it though? Oh, that's that's what people are asking. That's, um, I mean, that's he's the major had, question. Yeah, so okay. he's had pretty good seasons uh, the last season and this season. Uh, so if you don't know, he has played for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, this when he was drafted, uh, and then he most recently uh, played for the Houston Astros. Okay, so he was the uh, league's. Um, uh, he had the most strikeouts, so he. He's, according to the New York Yankees, he's worth $324 million. Oh. Yeah, that's that's the highest, he's the highest paid pitcher ever. Um, so, if you break it down, that's like $36 million a season. <laughs> Crazy. Mm. So, that that's that's ridiculous. So, I mean, it's, it's an accomplishment. Whether we believe he's worth it or not, it's still pretty good to just be like, I'm this person at this moment in time. Right. So, so he um, he's actually been a Yankees fan. Um, his dad, um, he's Syracuse born. Uh, so his father raised him as like a Yankees fan in California. So, I mean, he, you know. He's, he's been playing. He's was born into this. Right. Okay. Um, and so not only was the contract not only did that kind of solidify his decision, but they also provided Garrett Cole with like one of their, it's like a, it's a 30 pound contraption. So it's shaped in like the home plate with a giant um, interlocking NY um, that when you open it, it reveals like the franchise's um, stadium with an iPad in the middle. 
mm-hmm. and it contains pretty much every question you would have about the franchise from like um like the breakdowns of the 27 championships that they had where to live um and have your kids go to school so yeah, that pretty much sold him and his wife to come to New York so and there was a bunch of teams that were interested in him so I mean, they other teams have said they game over. They really want uh, who they want. So I mean, the Yankees trying to make offseason moves, right? <laughs> so I know many fans of the Yankees We're are excited. so excited. Uh, shout out to Dre because you know he was super excited. It's like his, that's like the Christmas present. That's that's their Christmas present just to have Gary Cole on their team on what? their on the on the rotation. You know, so I, I know to them, right? So they're happy to see see this guy in uh, the pinstripes, you know, in the infamous pinstripes. So hopefully, so you know, the Yankees haven't won a World Series in a decade since two thousand nine, which is crazy because they're you know they're the I number mean, one team. Our decade going to be up because we haven't won one since, <laughs> since two thousand eleven, right? So. I know. So we know how that feels. So we know how it feels, right? So um, hopefully, Gary Cole can bring them at least. A championship. A championship. You know, it'll be worth him coming and having okay. a big contract. So That's what's up. Yeah. So, while we're on the topic of baseball, mm-hmm. the base, so the MLB has issued out an updated... Updated drug program. Drug so program. in the wake of... Um, I don't know if y'all heard of uh, Tyler Skaggs, but um, he, uh, he actually died from, like, oh, Beoids. Uh he played for the Los Angeles Angels. Okay. So this kind of comes in the wake of his death. He died in uh July of this year, okay. the summer. So they announced this past Thursday, December 12th, that they were going to drop so they were initially testing for like marijuana, which I don't know why. <laughs> like like, come on now. It's, like, it's going to so they're, other things now. Well, yeah, so they're removing um, naturally derived marijuana, CBD, and THC from the list of drugs of abuse. Um, so they're going to include op- opioids, uh, cocaine, and synthetic THC. Okay. Not the real one, but the, the fake. I mean, <laughs> they should have been testing for stuff like that anyway. I mean, duh. I don't understand what they were waiting on. Right. Like. Like, what really were you waiting on? Right. So, as I mentioned, um, this comes in the wake of Tyler Skaggs' Skaggs' death. Um, They did reveal the autopsy. um, So, they ruled it as, like, an accident. So, it was a combination of, like, opioids, um, alcohol in his system when he died. And he, like, he choked on his own vomit. This was uh, in, they were on a road trip. And this happened in the um, hotel uh, in Texas. Mm-hmm. So um, now the players who test for opioids, um, they will be given an initial evaluation uh, by the Joint Treatment Board, and the treatment plan will be established. So they're offering help to these players, uh, you know, who have been tested for opioids. So MLB is being pretty progressive about this. Yeah, but it's kind of—I mean, you. I know it's, been, it took them this long to do it. Yes, but I, but I like the progress. Right. It's all about progress. Right. So. Um, so minor leaguers, they they will face like a suspension of twenty five games for their first failed. Uh, well, they did face um, the suspension of twenty five games for a failed marijuana test, fifty games for a second violation, and a hundred for a third under the old program. Okay, this was under the old program. So 
it's going to be effective uh, when spring training begins in February. So Okay. Right. Which is pretty cool because I did read that now for, like, major league players, if they are, like, if if and when they are tested and they do come out positive, mm-hmm. it's not going to be, like, an immediate, like, punishment. It's going to be, like, a treatment. Right, right. Which I think is really cool. Yeah. Like, send, like send them to get help for it before you try to just suspend them. I think that's always a positive. Exactly. Um, so I like the progress. It's it's progression. Right. It's forward thinking. Right. And so, like, I feel like other, you know, the um, sports, sport, NBA, NFL, they need to adapt this policy step too. it up. Right. But do yeah. you think they will, though? They, sh- um, they should because a lot of people are dying from, from overdoses, whether, it, whether it's, like, rap world, hip-hop. They need to just reevaluate like whatever policy they have in place currently, and just see if this same policy, just because it worked then, like will it currently work now? I just, just don't go understand. back and reevaluate whatever policy like there is on. Just go back and look at it and see like what changes can we make to our current policy that can now help in this particular era. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so I'm just like marijuana. Like of all the drugs, like that's the least of their worries. Like. <laughs> Like that should be the least of your concern compared I mean, to like all these other hardcore just, drugs. Like you weren't you seriously that were not tested for cocaine? Like really? <laughs> I don't really? Why, I don't get why not. But hey, <laughs> I don't run these leagues. So saying, like of all the hardcore drugs, you marijuana really? That's like the most natural herb. Like <laughs> I guess they feel like it was a little bit stronger than cocaine. I don't know. Don't make me lie. Don't make me lie. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I I can't wait for next season. I'm gonna pay close attention to these dugouts because especially the Colorado Rockies if you know what I mean <laughs> so yeah we got and, you know it's gonna be a lot of strikeouts I'm just saying hey you're gonna be a little slow but no um <laughs> so it's gonna be a lot of players are probably um if they haven't already feeling they drug well smoking marijuana <laughs> I've been here feeling a drug test, right. but I hope it isn't. Like, not even being funny. I, I hope everybody is remain clean. If you are, or if you're not, and, and you're trying to get clean, I I hope you make it and you stay like like stay that way because that's a hard habit to break. Yeah, it's a hard so. habit to break. But but yeah, I'm happy about the the forward thinking. It's needed. It should have it should have been happening, but but. We can't talk about like what should have happened. Let's let's just let's just focus on like what is currently happening. And it's sad like, that it had to take a player's death. Yeah, like, yeah. It's sad that it had to take for death, but I'm happy that, that that they are making this change. So I can't I can't fault them for that. So can so two claps for the MLB. Um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so let's move it on over to not my favorite sport, but I'm trying to get there. The NFL. Okay. So so everybody's favorite team, whether they, whether they love to hate them or they love them to love them. Cheaters. Right. The New England Patriots. Right. They are currently, again, in the news for a scandal. <laughs> Ooh. The Pats are always in the news for a scandal. Because they're always know. cheating. Like, <laughs> Listen, before I start, I will tell y'all, <laughs> because, because like football is not my biggest, I'm, I don't really get, I'm not that big of a, of a, a football person. I will bandwagon get the Pats. Like, I would be like, 
if they make it to the if they make it to the Super Bowl, I am riding my hardest for Tom Brady. I'm appalled. Listen, I don't I don't I don't know why. Why? Please tell me. It's Tom. Why? Brady. Because he's he. It's Tom why? Brady. It's because it's Tom Brady. And I and I like I just like Tom Brady. I, I don't. I would bandwagon them if they are in the playoffs. I do. I've done it. Be, I have done it before. Like when they went to Super Bowl, I was like, yeah. And I wasn't even a fan during the season. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because there's no other team that I really care about. Is it because he's like the greatest? One of the greatest? Yep. Like, Quarterbacks, yep. I guess. Yeah, in history, I guess. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna go with that answer. I can't. I can't tell you why. I've been so you, so you just gonna forget all about like them cheating and like and like all these scandals they didn't have. I don't care about like, the flake gate. You, you don't. Care. I wasn't there. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that that does not take away from who Tom Brady is. It's still Tom Brady. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but but. What's been happening though? Okay, so there it's a scandal now that I don't think that many people think is that big of a deal. So it happened during week fourteen. The Patriots sent a video team to Cleveland because they were playing at the time the The Browns, right? Or no wait. The mm. So Cleveland is the Browns. But this is about the Bengals. So I don't know how they call Bing- it. Okay. Bengals. The, the Bengals. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> is that an animal? Is that an animal? <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so they sent a, a a film crew to Cleveland to like document on like a um it's an advanced scout um who was at the game watching the Browns and Ben Oh, so it was they sent a film crew to Cleveland um like while the Browns and Bengals were playing the game. Okay. Okay. So and the Bengals, Bengals, the Bengals were set to play the <laughs> Patriots name right. <laughs> in Week 15. So they were set to play the Patriots in Week 15. This, 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 some sort of tiger. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the doc, the 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 documentary was was part of a Do Your Job series that that previously existed on the Patriots website. Okay. So I'm guessing in the in the video, whoever was filming, they must have recorded like a sideline interaction or like a sideline coaching scenario or whatever right. going on, like on the on the bingo sideline that they should not have caught. Right. And Cheaters. So, right. And so when you when people see that, they think of like, oh, that's a violation. They're cheating. They're definitely to use their life for their playbook for the next game. Right. But I don't think it was really like that. I think it was just an accident that this was just caught, like, on the documentary. Oh, okay. okay. I don't think it was really meant on purpose. <laughs> it's a documentary. You you just catch whatever is around. Okay. I don't really think it was a, I don't really think it was, like, anything, you know, like, malicious. But that's just me because, like, it's a, a documentary. Like, you catch all the bad stuff anyway. It's a documentary. Like, you catch people doing what they're not supposed to be doing anyway. No, okay. So that's okay. just how I took it. Some people feel like it's them cheating. They think it's they think it's like the flake gate all over again. They feel like the pets are always in the in a scandal and Belichick, whenever there's a scandal, he just be like, I wasn't there. Right. He don't know nothing. He, he don't know nothing. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? I don't I, I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> like However, you, 
I will say that this is not hurting their chances because a well, lot of people still feel like they're going to win it. They're going to go to. I don't know because they've been playing a little crappy. Uh, they lost like two in a row. So I mean, um, you know, I'm not really like you know. I just think it was. Like, I know this may be it for Tom Brady, man. I mean, if it is, he has. He is one of the greatest ever. Not to taking ever, that away. He is one of the greatest to ever throw that that football. Okay, fake England uh, Patriots fan. I hear you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not mad. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I mean, I did, I was a Rams fan when I was like 10. I mean, no longer counts. So, have to bandwagon somebody. No, okay. And Peyton Manning no longer plays. So. Oh. You know? Oh. You a Manning fan? I mean, I like the family. Oh. I watched that 30 for 30. Got you. You know, that, 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 that's 30 for 30 is a good, good one. Watch them. Always a good one. Always a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like their family, but but yeah, like I don't really think it's like the big of a deal. But 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 then again, I'm not really a football person, so I don't really like take what I say as like facts. Because you know, we not. I'm a bandwagoner when it comes to this. <laughs> we, we we not. But yeah, that's just that's just how I took it. I just thought it was like on accident. It was okay. just it's not that big of a deal in my eyes, but I could be wrong. I mean, if you really are a Pats fan, it's not you know. Just be like, oh, it was an accident. No big deal. You know these Pat fans, they're not. But some people do feel like it's Spygate 2.0 because it's definitely on film. A film crew called it, and it is a violation. Right. And I will say the Patriots are under investigation for this, but I don't think they're going to get in trouble because, like, it could have really just been an accident. So just got to wait to see what happens. Just got to wait and see. Okay. Because, you know. <laughs> Cause you know, just gotta, just gotta wait and see what happens. So, let's move. We we haven't talked about women in sports in a long time. Okay, and you know, like being a girl, I'm all about the women empowerment. Okay, so if you are not aware, Megan Rapino, who is awesome, love her, has been named the Sports Person of the Year for in Sports Illustrated. If nice. you're watching our YouTube video, she is on the screen. Okay, Megan is amazing. She has purple hair. If you don't know who Megan <laughs> Rapino, color, right? <laughs> favorite color. If you don't know who Megan Rapino is, I don't know where you've been, but she plays for the USA like women's national soccer team. She is an Olympic gold medalist and a World Cup champion. Right, she's dope. She is a. I love her. She is really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. To be named the sports person of the year, it's one of the most, like, illustrious, like, prestigious honor, like, for anybody who plays a sport. So, for her to be named this as the 65th person, that's an accomplishment. However, wow. she has been having a lot to say because she feels that it's this particular award, when given out, it, I'm like, it hasn't been as diverse as it should be. Like, how? Um... Not many women have received it. Not many women of color have received it. And so when she accepted her award the other night, during her speech at the Sports Illustrated um, event, she she pointed that out during her speech. So I'm going to read you guys a, a little tidbit from her speech that she, like, you know, you know, gave out. I wasn't like, I honestly... I thought it was pretty dope what she said because I like her and um, I like what she stands for. Um, Yeah, I have to find it. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
basically what she was saying was was just stuff on the, on the like am I the first woman to get this no like she was just and she said this in front of like all the biggest like the big execs Sports Illustrated I doubt she get it again because like she called them out like doing their own award but it was it's needed because like if this is the 65th edition of this particular award mm-hmm. and it's not really as diverse as it should be because right. women are dominating sports as well that's a problem especially women and women of color they need to like broaden their horizons because it's this sports is not just male dominated it it kind of still is but women are on the come up right especially when you are a person of her caliber and you are a olympic gold medalist four time a world cup champion and you are doing stuff that the men's team hasn't even accomplished but let's not go there but (laughs) but they picked her just because of what she has accomplished and what she did this year during the world cup which is amazing i'm all for that but don't let her be the last woman for years to come after so like serena didn't win or anything um let's see how many women have made it because like i know i'm like if she didn't win something like I don't believe it has been like that many women like who have made like like who have won like this. It's not diverse like that, which is a problem. That's I don't like that. Like so so why do you think they aren't picking like more diverse people for this? Award? Well, we all know that people are not watching women's sports, so that that that's probably the number one reason right there. Like nobody's watching women's sports. Everyone's mm-hmm. watching. Male dominated sports. Exactly. Right. So they checking for for women, like <laughs> she's only the fourth woman to receive this award in sixty five years. She just she's just the fourth woman. That's a problem. Yeah, that's sad. Sixty five years, fourth woman, four. That's a problem. So so in her speech on what she said was. Is it true that I am the fourth woman deserving of this award? I don't think so, she said. Is it true that so few writers of color deserve to be featured in in this publication? Is it true that is it true that so few women's voices um deserve to be heard and deserve to be read in this publication? I don't think so. So basically, what she's saying is that women are not winning um this award and. People of color who are writers are not being featured. What's the problem? I don't think women of color are uh, are not being featured in Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Okay. So, like, what is the problem? Like, why aren't you reaching out and broadening your aspect of 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 trying to include everybody in this nationally acclaimed magazine that people do read? Now, I think it's great that she's on she's on the cover. She's the person of the year, but. If you know, like, what has been going on and what has been transpiring, she's only the fourth woman, this really means nothing to her because it's not, this is a joke, basically. I mean, it's, I'm sure she appreciates it, but I think, I think this would matter more if it was fair in previous years and I don't think it has been. Right. I don't know. Maybe she'll be the one that'll change the game. I don't know, but something got to change. I don't know, like, I don't know how to, how to, like, how can people, like, how should I say this, like, be, 
more accepting of women's sports. Like, why aren't they watching more? You know what I'm saying? Like, because like women's sports are like dope. As we know, some women are better than men. Dope. The women's USA basketball team. in my opinion, are better than the men, but because the men's team... Are you saying they're being consistent? Okay, better word. They are more consistent. Because, yeah. I mean, mean, the U.S. men's team, um, obviously they're better, but they haven't been winning, like, every... Consistently. Right, every four years. Consistently. The women have. Right. They're consistent. And the women actually play team ball. The men don't always play team ball. Well, they have to play team ball. Because they have to compensate below, for... It's below the real. Right. So, which is, which yeah, they're, obviously they're going to have better team, you know, ball movement, so... Regardless, I think a change needs to happen. It should be more women who are, like, who are deserving of this award as well. I agree, I, I agree with that. I don't think in 65th and 65 years that it's... I don't think that just four women have been deserving. I don't. It should have... It's other women who we know of have been deserving of an award like this. Serena Williams. Like, really? Or a person like Diana Taurasi. Like, if you know what her accomplishments are as a, as a basketball player, not as a person who plays in the WNBA, a basketball player in general. She has three NCAA titles, three WNBA championships, four gold medals. Like, that's, that's a resume <laughs> for anybody who plays a sport – that's a resume. Like they need to make 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 some changes, but until they do, I am going to congratulate Megan Rapinoe because I think this is an awesome honor. But I I do agree with her that it's not fair. It's not diverse, right? So they need to make some changes and make them fast because I don't like it. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Okay, so enough about our great women empowerment because I think women are awesome. Um. On the other day, I posted a little video that I um I saw. It was from the the Houston Rockets and the Sacramento Kings game. Right. The game must have been really, really tight because Russell Westbrook in the fourth quarter, and, and keep in mind the game was played in Houston. He scored um a basket and it was one second remaining on the clock. And it put the Rockets up by one. Now, you would think with just one second remaining, gang over, Rockets winning, boom, boom, pal. They come out of a timeout. The Kings got the ball. He throw the ball into play, and I believe the young man's name is Belichick. Or no, it's not Belichick. I, it's I Be- can't pronounce his name. <laughs> him. I can't pronounce it, but I, I know how to spell it. He catches the ball, and he shoots up a three before the buzzer. And makes it. With one second. Guys. With one second, he makes it. So here's my thing with that. The Rockets were celebrating. Russell Westbrook was like, game over, game over, like, game, game over. I'm like, you kind of right about that game over for the Rockets. <laughs> he was like, game I mean, over. Listen, you got to be quicker than that. Because the Kings said, game is not over. Here's my thing. So we've seen examples time and time again. The game... Is not over until, that, until that clock says zero colon zero zero. Okay, until that buzzer. The game is not over until that clock says zero. Okay, they were celebrating real hard. They were, and like teams at this point, p- 
please, y'all should. These teams should not be celebrating this early in the game, knowing it's still time left on that clock. Because it it don't take long to like throw in a ball it and shoot a three. It does not. And I need you need a little bit of space. They gave him that space. Space and opportunity. Listen, and it made it. <laughs> so like, <sighs> it does not take long to throw in a ball. Right, and it's so funny, like watching these teams, like you celebrating early. And then you at you. And this is your home court, man. Okay, you celebrating early, and then the other team gets the opportunity to win the game, and they do. And then just to see the just the look of defeat, it was rude on the other team's faces. Now, like it's like the fans was looking like, wait a minute, yeah. (laughs) To me, it's like game over. To me, it's like that's what you get because you were not. Playing defense throughout the whole game. It's the Rockies. One they second don't play left. Defense. They don't. That they don't. <coughs> it's the Rockies. They don't. Play they defense. don't. That's the thing. You know what? I'm gonna give you some examples of some, Ooh, we some like, buzzer beaters. Okay. Nate, we like examples, don't we? <laughs> you gonna give me? You gonna give you some examples of some buzzer beaters, right? Okay. Okay. So remember Rasheed Wallace, right? Yeah. All right. She remember him. Mm-hmm. So this was back in 2007. You know. Uh, he was playing uh, on the Pistons. They were playing the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. And so they were down by three points, you know, less than 10 seconds. Rasheed Wallace hits. It was beyond half court, right? So he throws the ball <clears throat> and ends up making the three to tie the game and take it to overtime. And they ended up winning the game 113 to 109. Example one. Example two. Mr. We, we more than one example? Mr. Yes. Oh, okay. Mr. Robert Ori, okay? If you remember, this is during the Western Conference Finals, I think around 2002. So this was like, ah, oh, I forgot it was like less than 10 seconds too, if I'm not mistaken. So Kobe throws a layup or whatever. Eight players wrestling for the ball at the hoop. Vladi Divac throws it back to Robert Ori. He, Robert Ori's at the three-point line. Exactly, and it'll end up winning the game. Another example, three. <laughs> Another former Laker, Derek Fisher. And if you were, if you are a Laker fan, and if you were a previous Laker fan, you would know what shot I'm talking about. 0.4 seconds left on the clock. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm a Lakers fan. Exactly. Yes. Ends up winning the game during the Western Conference Finals, okay? Listen. One more. All about I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you with one more, Mr. Tracy McGrady. Oh, right. I don't know yeah. if you remember. This is his anniversary pass, December fourth. <laughs> <laughs> so, thirty-five seconds. He ends up getting thirteen points in thirty-five seconds. Ends up winning the game, eighty-one eighty. Moral of the story. Play to the very end of the game. You never know what may happen. Okay? I mean, the one Rockets- second or even 0.4 seconds can change the game. Yeah. Listen, okay? the Rockets thought it was over. They did. Especially Russell Westbrook. He was drove. He was like, celebrate game way over. too. Game, game over. over. Game over. Okay. I'm like, yeah, you're right for y'all. <laughs> it was so. just so funny to see like their faces. Like when the like when the ball went in, they were just like just like that's what, that's what y'all get. 
So congrats to the Kings because that was an epic moment for them. Yeah, and they're down a few players. Um, that so might be a season changer for them. You never know. Like, something it, like that it only could takes, ignite them. It only takes a small moment like that exactly. just, just to change up like a team's mindset. Exactly. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. A small moment like that can change a team's mindset into go mode. Right. So... And they have been praying. We Sacramento Kings have been quiet, like yeah, for years. Like the last time they were like popping was when they were like during like two thousand, like the early two thousands when they were playing like the Lakers and stuff. You know they known for like their cowbells and stuff like that. Cowbells. Yeah, like um, what? Cowbells. You are not a Laker fan. If you were a Laker fan, you would know. Like they during that era, like the early two thousands, like fans would have like cowbells, like. To distract the play, that's, oh, that's that's tacky. That's tacky. Wow, you you didn't know about that? No, wow. Get why are we having, why are we having y'all? She's not a Laker fan. She's not a Laker. She she, she don't first of all, she early two thousands. I could have been like ten. So let's read. Dang, we'll see. Mm. Let's think about this. I mean, I was a kid too. What's your excuse? But cap Victoria Cowbells. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow. But yeah. Sacramento Kings. I could have been like 10. I saw Mighty Ducks, though. So. (laughs) Right. Anyway. But yeah, that's the last time they were really popping. So, like, they've been pretty quiet. So, like, like you said, something like this can ignite them. They really really stopped popping after Boogie left, for real, for real, too. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess. Because he did play for them. Yeah, he did. They were still pretty like under the radar, but you know. But you know who Boogie was. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he was always one of. He was really aggressive too. He's still aggressive, right? So, I don't know. I just I agree. Do not count the game out with just a second left. Anything you play until the the clock has hit zero, very, and that buzzer sounds exactly. If you don't hear that, don't be the game lacking on in, defense. If you don't hear that, the game is still in play, right? It is still in play. I don't understand why these teams are not understanding. Like, if you don't, if you don't believe in in buzzer beaters, listen. My favorite college team is the UConn women's team. UConn has eleven national championships in total. Their last couple of times of going to the Final Four, um, notable, it's it is it is Notre Dame, Arike Agumbawale. Two years in a row has hit a buzzer beater against them and have and won. That's how impactful a, a buzzer beater can be. That's a big deal. So you do not listen. You do not stop. You do not like. Don't celebrate and there is still right. time on the clock. Right. No. <laughs> you have to play until it ends. Well, you had that stupid look on your face, like mm. like the Rockets. But but I kind of feel like. They don't play defense. They don't. Because, like, when that boy threw the ball in, they was not even watching him. You should be watching whatever wherever you think the ball is going. You should be on defense ready. But because that's not, like, that's not a normal for them, they don't play it. I'm just saying, like, all these examples, all these examples that y'all probably have, that they probably have seen. And y'all not learning, like, like. Okay, so while we're on basketball, if you if you don't know, this week Kawhi Leonard made his way back to Toronto. Yep, and yep. Kyle Lowry gave him his ring. Yeah, he went back. That to was Toronto. a good he, moment. To, uh, you know, the Raptors fans, um, they're actually pretty. That was a classy 
thing that they did. So, you know, they, so on, so they did like a replica of, uh, Kawaii's shot, uh, on the court, on the floor against with the footprints. Like I thought that was so dope. Listen, that was a shot heard around the world. Yes. Yes. Big moment for them last year. They had a video tribute to him. Um, he got his ring. He, he, Kawhi did the little fake cry, hugged it out with uh, Kyle Lowry. That's a good moment. Saluted the crowd. Like, I thought that was very classy of the Raptors. Um, and, you know, Canadian – because Kawhi was like, oh, they're probably going to boo me because, you know, I'm playing for the opposing team. Who going to cheer for but the opposing Canada. team when it's, when, it's – when, I know when it's like they're the, – the, you know, Canadians are going to root for the Raptors. But he's like, why would they root for somebody on the opposing team? But we all saw that – the warm welcome he received. Yeah. But, you know, the Canadian fans are are nice. I'm not – I mean, should I break up Kevin Durant? But, I mean, you know, you know when they booed him, but, I mean – I mean, they weren't nice that day. Exactly. But, but then, overall – like, <laughs> But, like, overall, like, Canadians are, like, a little bit more nicer. Probably. They are. So, they are. That was a good moment for so, them. Yeah. So, I was happy for them. Okay. So, my favorite my favorite segment, starting Dummy of the Week. Right. I'm going to start off with our Dummy. Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> um, for some reason, the other he said he had the flu. Yeah, he was sick, so mm-hmm. he did not play. Mm-hmm. However, instead of him like you know acting sick and being at home like trying to recover, <laughs> he go out. Of, he goes bowling in what color pants? In orange leather pants. He goes bowling, gets caught. It gets back to the team, like head management, the coaches, and it's, instead of him being remorseful. He's he doesn't really care. He's mad because he got caught. Yeah, he, he doesn't goes, regret it. He does not regret it. He goes on to say, "I had my best bowling night ever. I don't regret <laughs> it." I'm, he was I'm with just, his family and his friends. Here's my issue with that. And he felt and he said he felt better, so he felt like he should go bowling. My problem with that is, even if you did feel better and you did get caught, at least be a little bit remorseful. You, you, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't. What type of dummy are you? <laughs> Even if you felt the slightest little bit of better and, and like, you did a family outing, that's fine. Or if that's the case, don't go. Like, stay at home. Right. I'm sure it's a bowling alley in your basement. I'm positive. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's one of your basements. So, so you basically fake being sick to go bowling. That's yeah, so I think he was he bowled from like 10 some at night to like 1 in the morning when it closed. Because that's that's how we that's how it's coming off is that you fake sick to go bowling with your family. That's how I would look at it. Right. And then the coach was like he didn't really uh violate any like he didn't really um violate the rules or whatever, so they couldn't really punish him. Yeah. So he did end up playing uh, Thursday night, uh, December twelfth. He he's, did end up playing. He's, he's still trash. Um, it doesn't matter. He is, but he's pretty much the best player on that team, even though he hasn't been playing that well. So, and the coach was like, "They out of players, so he needed to be playing last night." So, I'm just saying, like, show some, show some type of remorse. That's my thing. Well, like, you I mean, just out you here not remorseful at all. Like, you just like, hey, me me, me, me and my family went bowling. <laughs> what? Okay. I mean, but but if that's the case, if you do go out, why are you showing up in orange leather pants? Like, that's a dead giveaway. And you're an athlete, so I'm sure you're pretty tall, right? So, like, why are you Stupid. trying to stand out? Stupid. So. Stupid. 
So our star of the week. If you have not been watching the Baltimore Ravens and are, and are, and are not aware of Lamar Jackson, I don't know what your problem is. L- Lamar Jackson has been playing amazing right. football. And I mean amazing football. He is the quarterback of the team. Last night during the game, he broke Michael Vick's um, single-season um, quarterback rushing record. And Michael Vick congratulated him yeah, on he that. He did. I saw that. Yep. Like that's a that's a that's a big deal, and he was really like appreciative of like Mike Vick's congratulations to him, because like I, I know he idolized him. So like, listen, L- Lamar Jackson and like his interviews be real chill. He is playing. He's having a great season. So I posed the question last night, like on the on the podcast story. The question is, or the and or the question was. Is Lamar Jackson the MVP of this season? We we got some votes, and twenty percent of the people said no, but eighty percent has said yes. How many people voted? Uh, <laughs> how do you the tell? question? <laughs> Five. <laughs> but it still votes. Okay. But it still votes. Oh, majority rules. <laughs> majority still rules. Right. Um, but he got some competition. I mean, so like Russell Wilson has been playing pretty great. Um. Who else? I don't know, but there's other other there's other quarterbacks who have been playing great as well. So, yes. but he has been playing like the stuff that he does. So, like in in last night's game, he, I think the punter for their team was going to come off was was going to come to the field. He sent them back and then threw for thirty six yards and a touchdown. That's what I'm talking about. You listen when you know in your mind, like I got this. Don't just just let me play, and that's exactly what he did. He sent the kicker back and threw for so many yards and a touchdown. They won the game. Like he's he's a um, listen, good, dope <laughs> player. I am not even mad about it. So here's here's exactly what it was. It says Lamar Jackson has sent the punt team to like like stay on the sideline. After that, he threw he threw a a thirty six yard pass to Mark Andrews on the fourth and one, a twelve yard pass to like Seth um it's um was to Seth Roberts and a a thirty three yard touchdown pass to Roberts. So after you sent the punt team back, you did all of this. You 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 balling. You have an amazing eye, amazing arm, and I just like his attitude. Like it's not cocky, it's real chill. Like I like that in a player. Like. Whether you are shining bright or not, if you can remain like in that humble spirit and still and still just be who you are in general, I like that. And so for that, right. he's my start of the week. All right, as as deserving, it's deserving. Right. I, I think it is. Right, the Ravens might be a team to be. They're them and the Forty ers though. They have the best records in the league as of right now. Hey, so they might be the teams we see come uh, Super Bowl. They both time. got I think two losses, right? Oh. I think I think you know the Ravens got two. Yeah, they so. might be the teams we see in this year's Super Bowl. Yeah. You never know. So yeah, good episode. Yeah, fun episode. Um, if you do not already, please follow us on our Instagram. Be the Instagram page name is WDWKAS Podcast, and our Twitter is What Do Women Know, and that's K N O the number one. And if you do not, please find us on YouTube. Our YouTube page is WD. WDWKAS Podcast. Again, it is WDWKAS Podcast. Subscribe and hit the notification bell. Ding! 
As always, I am Brie Nicole. And I'm Vicky D. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.